This is Masters in Travel, a rendezvous at the intersection of travel and business to accelerate your success. I'm your host, Whitney, owner of Undiscovered Sunsets. Each episode, we have one goal in mind, to share experiences, insights, and resources to help you maximize your potential. Masters in Travel is a podcast, community, and academy for travel advisors by travel advisors, and I'm so glad to have you join the conversation. Get ready to become a master in travel. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Masters in Travel. I'm your host, Whitney. Managing our inboxes has been a big topic this month on the podcast because it's a topic that's taking up way too much of our brain space. So we're going to dive into this from a different perspective during this week's episode just to get a few more nuggets. Today, I'm joined by Mary Beth Lynn, owner of Assistants That Work. Mary Beth, thank you so much for joining me today. Hi, thanks so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. So before we dive into inboxes, can you share with us a little bit about your your experience in the travel industry and what led you to starting Assistance That Work for those who don't know you? Yeah, so I started, I've been in the industry seven years and started my own travel agency in 2018. And as it was growing, I was, my life got out of control. I was working the 50 to 80 hour weeks that is unfortunately too common in our industry. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I had like achieved like top 100 agent out of like my host agency with over 6,000 agents. And like I was hitting success, but this really costly expense Mm -hmm. of my personal life and it was impacting my friendships, my marriage, my personal health was going down, like never had time to work out or do anything I actually wanted. And so then I was like, essentially I had a breaking point and my husband and I sat on the couch and said, okay, well, what has to change? And I had six months is what we decided to either hire an assistant and get my life under control and the business to a place where it could still, I didn't even think I would be growing. I thought I could just maintain with an assistant. I had no idea that that would then lead to my business doubling year over year once I hired. Surprise. Yeah. (laughs) Wait, way better. (laughs) I've had it six months. And if I didn't do it, like if I wasn't at a point where my hours were better and I had a healthier work-life balance, I was going to get out. I mean, obviously that takes time and those types of things. And I didn't want to because I loved the industry, but I wasn't going to sacrifice the most important things in my life because I love travel. It needed to be the other way around. Um, And so then I had a couple of industry leaders that really impacted my life. And one of them really championed the whole community over competition. And I experienced that and learned from that. And then I had multiple agents after a while start asking me, can you help me hire an assistant or like help me train them? Those types of things. And Mm -hmm. with running my agency, I didn't have time to just like help each individual. And so they were like, well, you should do a course. And so then I spent about nine months to a year, really like starting to build it and putting everything together before we, um, in April was our first group that went through and today's actually their last day when we're recording this. So. Oh, exciting. Cool. Um, but it's been great. And the biggest thing too, is like when people ask me what can impact your business so much with an assistant, actually the, one of the first things I would say is like your inbox. That yeah. is the most important things. Wow. To be helping for, for me, it's almost like when we have this conversation very, very frequently, both on Instagram and the Masters in Travel community. I mean, kind of everywhere. It's like, okay, I have an assistant. Now what? Like, what do I delegate first? And my inbox is usually like so far down the list of scary things to hand over. I'm shocked that you're like, the first thing you should hand over is your inbox because that frankly sounds terrifying. Yeah. That's a very normal response. Actually, like in our program, a huge part of it is talking about inboxes and like, how do you securely and safely allow an assistant into your inbox, which I will admit I have like a major advantage here because my husband is vice president in IT. So like he set everything up securely, which is awesome. What does that mean specifically? You're sharing an inbox securely. So like I would never, like you should never give your assistant your password. You should be delegating access. So like if you, and so, okay, let me try and explain this in the most non-IT way. (laughs) Right. My husband tries and I'm like, okay, I'm starting to get it. And then I'm not right. him. I don't do it's it as like, well. 
three years later, still yes. struggling. <laughs> well, essentially what it means is that if you want to have your business really secure, right? Like if you gave me your password today, Whitney, and you're like, Hey, here's access. I can go in there and I can do a bunch of things. Right. But I also have your password. So I could hypothetically change your password and then you yeah. wouldn't have it anymore. Right. Yeah. So yeah. that's not secure. You would not ever want an assistant, not that you're going to hire someone that's like malicious or whatever, but you just wouldn't do that with your house or like anything. Like we just don't give people the ability to change our locks without getting back in. And even if you were doing something like trying to share your password through a password management system like NordPass or any of those things, you still wouldn't want to just give them your password that way because they can still copy it and paste it to change your password. And so you actually, if you're having an assistant help with your inbox, you really want to be sure that you're doing it properly. So you want to be using an email that is my name at mybusinessname.com. Because then if it's a business account, you have the ability to delegate access, which is huge. And so for instance, my email is marybeth at your vacation plan.com for the travel agency. And so my assistant has access because then I go into the back end of an Outlook has this too. So you essentially have two options, like the Outlook users do it through Outlook. And then if you're using Google Workspace, your inbox looks like a Gmail, but technically that is not a Gmail account because it's not at gmail.com. And so when you have a email account that's yourbusinessname.com and you set it all up, you're the admin. So you can go okay. in, you can... You also always want to have your assistant have an email address that's a business email yeah, uh, because exactly. you want to own that address. You want to be yes. able to lock it down and like, not that anything bad's going to happen, but you kind of, part of my husband's job is taking companies like through PCI compliance and all these security, yeah, uh -huh. just like, yeah, that's probably never going to happen to you, but you want to be smart in case something crazy would. Right. So you have to have them have like my first assistant's email was hello at your vacation.com. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So you own these two email accounts, right? They're mm -hmm. set up through either Outlook or Google Workspace. And then mm -hmm. you can go into the admin panel and there's this awesome deal where you can do what's called delegate access. Okay. I'm in my admin panel right now. Where do I go? <laughs> Because I did not know that this was even possible. Oh, yeah. Um, so I will have to send you info on that because my uh, so I'm not a pro. Yeah. I see. There's so many things. There's so many things in the admin console of Google Workspace in general oh that I don't know how to use. But I think now probably after we record a simple Google search is probably going to lead me in the right direction. This is just something yeah. that I never even knew that I could look up. So, yeah. so th this and is what cool. I okay. Also okay. do, cause you do show notes, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I can, I'll see if I think we have a video that shows, I don't know. I can't like make a video of outlook cause I'm not on it, but I can make a video of where you would go to delegate access. Oh, okay. Okay. And that sounds great. But essentially people can see because okay. it is, Probably if I was to say like, what's the number one thing you should think about if you're having an assistant help with your email, it's this, because yep. you can have them do amazing things, but you do want to focus on security because we're dealing with clients information and all of those kinds of things that's important. And right. so when you delegate access, what's really cool is they can't change their pass, your password. Like there's no way for them to do that. Interesting. Um, they can't, there's quite a few things they can't do. But the awesome thing is they can still do the things you need. So sure. they can organize your inbox. They can draft emails for you. They can send emails from you. They can delete if you want them to. And keep in mind too, like when you hire an assistant, they want this job. They want it to be a good thing. So they're not like going to maliciously be like, well, I'm going to delete everything here. Right, right. That's not their, <laughs> their yeah. goal. They want they're a job. Gonna, they'll, they'll make their $30 an hour for two hours and they'll be done. <laughs> It's not going to last very long. <laughs> exactly. And so it just makes it a whole lot more secure. So that's one of the things where it's like, okay, if the point of, for instance, like growing our business, if that is our ultimate goal, right? Well, to reach our goal, we need to focus our time as the travel agent or agency owner on what are the tasks in our business that make us money, right? Mm -hmm. Like actually bring in the money because responding to a client's email on like, Hey, 
for this resort, do I need long pants for dinner? That doesn't make us any money. We already sold that trip. They've already paid. It's just taking more of our time to service it. Not that we don't want to provide good service. We do. But that's an easy email that an assistant can answer. It's not something that we have to do. And so if the goal is to be growing our businesses, then we have to essentially come up with ways where we have more time to do the things in business that make us money. So like my big things that are important for me to spend time on is marketing related stuff because I do all of our weekly emails that go out and those types of things. And then I also need to be spending a significant amount of my time on like going and looking at like my schedule and making sure that I have consultations coming in regularly and Mm -hmm. things I do to bring leads in because I should be spending a significant amount of my time on calls, closing sales. And then Mm -hmm. I can have my assistant help support that process of like the workflow of all the things that happen. Because when you have an assistant helping in your email or in your business in general, you really can more than double your sales if you want, because they're helping you have time to do the things that make the money and they're taking care of the smaller tasks. Email, it's huge because before I had an assistant, my day, I would get up and I would check my email on my phone before I even got out of bed. And look for the urgent things, right? Yeah. I feel like we all do it. We all know we shouldn't. I know. We- I'm over here silent because I do it too. I know. <laughs> I know. It's bad. It's bad. And then by the time I like got dressed and was ready and like sat down on my computer, I would spend four to five hours going through my email every morning. And sometimes I'd be replying as I go. And sometimes I would not be. Um, and then I got to the point too, where I was getting better at email management. So I at least was categorizing my emails first and then working through them. But it still was taking me like four hours and I would still have things I had to do based on those. Exactly. Yeah. That's always what I feel like. It's like, it takes me a few hours to even get through all the emails. And it's like, then I have to like do the things. And quite honestly, by the time I get to that point at the end of the day, I don't have the energy or the focus to actually do those things. And so then I'm like, okay, I'm going to do that tomorrow. And then it's like rinse and repeat. And so I think that that's why I'm currently finding that I get most done at nights and on the weekends, because that's when it's quiet and that's when nobody's emailing me or bothering me, but that's also not the time that I want to be working. And so it's just like, do you feel a little bit like you and your husband on the couch? Like something has to change because this isn't, this isn't sustainable. Yeah. And I think that once, so like that was where I was and it was just like, like you said, I would be up at 4am working because that's when I wasn't getting emails coming in. Exactly. Yeah. One of the things that was really helpful before I had an assistant that I think people should really think about is there's a couple different options, but Boomerang has a really cool feature Mm -hmm. where you can pause your inbox. So only things with like the word drink come through and stuff. That's huge to be able to focus. So this Um, has been, I would say across the board, everyone has mentioned this, like, Oh, that feature. No, or just something about like block an hour in the morning and an hour of a lunch and an hour at the end of the day, or even less and have that be email time and otherwise shut down the tab. Don't look at the notifications on your phone or turn them off altogether. Only let the urgent ones come through. Like every single person in some way, shape or form has mentioned the importance of not always every minute of the day being accessible by email and like getting it out of our brain, out of our, off our, off our browsers, like just shutting it down. And I think that that's interesting that everyone has mentioned it. And it also just tells me like, that's that in and of itself can make a big impact to not let like one new email that doesn't matter, distract you from what you're trying to work on. Yeah. Well, and two, the crazy thing is like the science supports it. So one of the things that my assistant does for me is she manages like cater, like the folders and all that stuff with my email. Right. And so I used to be the person that had a folder for every person. So like Sally's summer vacation, 2024. Right. And then there was Sally's winter vacation, 2023 and all of that. Well, there's actually a bunch of studies in science behind the fact that it actually takes you longer to do that than it does for you to use the archive feature and search for the occasional email you need to find. 
crazy, right? So we, she goes through and she sorts and categorizes and like labels or puts in folders, depending on which version of like email management you use, Outlook or Gmail. But she goes through and does all of that, which saves me so much time. Because if you were to yourself put a hundred emails into a folder or label every single day over the course of the entire year, that Mm -hmm. is over 20 hours that you spent moving emails into folders. Okay. And that's over two day, like two, eight hour work days. What if I use keyboard shortcuts and I'm really fast at it? So maybe like a day and a half. <laughs> I mean, that's impressive. That's good. But like, even just having my assistant do that for me, I don't ever search in my email for the email I need. I send her a message and I say, Hey, I need the email from Susan talking about the type of transfer they want, blah, blah, blah. Cause I need to refer back to it to remember something or. Oh, wait, do you, when you're counting up all those hours, you said those are the hours spent like saving them to a folder. But now you're talking about the time we spend searching for the email that we need with the information that we're looking for. Yeah. And so when you have a ton of like folders, right, it takes you forever to find the folder because they get buried. And so we've actually started going to really just putting things in like client travel this year or client travel next year, that kind of mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. But I don't just like bigger categories, basically bigger categories. Essentially we made the buckets bigger. There's still a bucket, but it's bigger. But the great thing is I don't spend any time searching. I just send my assistant a message and I say, Hey, I need this email. And she goes and finds it and she puts it to the top of my inbox. And now I have it and I get to move How do on you put it. something at the top of your inbox? Well, like if she inbox- finds what you need. Yeah. So my inbox is always zero at the start of the day. Well, okay then. (laughs) I'm getting real jealous over here. (laughs) She puts things in that like if she, if she moves something to my inbox, it's going to be at the top because there's going to be almost nothing or nothing. But does that mean that she like marks it as unread or like, what does that mean? Yeah. She would, she would essentially there's in like Google workspace slash Gmail, there's a button that says move to inbox. And essentially it just takes that email and it puts it back in your inbox. Oh, interesting. Okay. 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 So you've shared like some things that I wasn't necessarily expecting. (laughs) So I feel like we're going in a whole bunch of different directions from like keeping our inboxes secure to starting your day with inbox zero. Okay. So we have a lot to learn from you, Mary Beth. I would love you, you have courses, you have workshops, you have masterclasses, you have a whole lot of things that you're offering travel advisors, which is really, really great. Can we hone in on a few key tips that travel advisors with an assistant and travel advisors without an assistant can think about when they consider managing the time spent in their inbox and ultimately trying to decrease it as much as possible? Yeah. So the biggest things would be that every Every time you open your inbox, right, if you have a ton of emails in it, it's causing anxiety, right? At least for me, I would be super anxious. Mm -hmm. And so if you're opening your inbox, every time you open an email, you're scanning it or reading it in detail, and then you're making a decision. And typically that decision is, do I respond now or do I respond later? Mm -hmm. But what if instead you decide, okay, what type of action late, like if I'm later am I going to take? If we batch those all together, you can save so much time because essentially it's comparable to how we do email now is your email account, like every email that comes in, it just piles up, right? So the older things go down, the new things are on top. It doesn't do anything related to priority. And every email is not equal. A client's urgent situation and destination is much more important than a client saying, thank you for this great trip after they return. And so when, uh, when our emails aren't prioritized already for us, it's kind of like if I just go down the list in the order they are, or I'm picking and choosing, it's like I'm folding a shirt in my bedroom to put my laundry away. And I went to the kitchen and I put a dish in the dishwasher and then I decided to clean the toilet bowl. So like I go clean the toilet bowl and then I go back to folding a shirt and Uh back to the dish. That's an interesting analogy. (laughs) True We would never do that. (laughs) No, we wouldn't, but we do it every day in our inbox because we get in a, like if you're going, if you have a bunch of like emails related to scheduling calls with clients or your calendar, right? You have to go open your calendar settings, look at it and decide when to schedule. 
That took me time to take those steps in focus. And so if instead we go, hey, all the things related to schedules and scheduling meetings, before I even touch them, I'm going to move them into a folder that I will take the action of scheduling and then I'll do them all at once. Now we just folded the whole basket of laundry at once instead Mm -hmm. of one shirt at a time between other Mm -hmm. tasks. Mm -hmm. So the nice thing is whether you're doing it yourself or having an assistant do it, that's like one of the number one things I would say is important is to batch your emails. And so like when we do inbox zero challenge, I give people a list of like, Hey, these are the main categories that I would recommend starting with. That was Um, my next question. Like what, what are kind of the batching categories that you generally see in an inbox? I, so like my inbox is batched off of, hold on a second. Let me grab my notes on it because I purposely picked them. Cause I was like, I need to make sure that I say the ones that are most important. So, mm-hmm. um, I really like having one that is called like, um, we have one that's about the fact that, you know, how sometimes you get the email that you're going to have to do work based on it. Like it's going to take you time. So that one is actions required. So we have two related to actions. So like act actions required. I have one that's reply because sometimes it's just responding to an email. Yes, that works. No, that doesn't. Actions required to be something that would take more time than something that's act. We have one that's scheduling. So it's like scheduling the meetings, that kind of thing. If you have an assistant, a delegate one is awesome because then you can just put that stuff there. The other thing that's huge, huge is having some filters in place for the amount of, I don't know about y'all, get so many promotional emails from all the suppliers you're registered with that like clogs up your inbox. And so we have filters that automatically send all the promos to like a promotion folder. And then the other thing that's really important is having one that is, so like that is something I just glance through when I have time. It's not urgent or pressing, it's just promotions. The other ones I really like is we have one that's called book and one that's called quote. And I think those are really helpful because when you're in the like booking and quoting process, there's some back and forth, right? With suppliers and clients and those things. So the book one we use for, Hey, this person is like ready to book. They've got their quotes and now it's only emails related to them finalizing it, them signing their invoice approval, those types Mm -hmm. of things. Mm -hmm. And then the quote one, their emails go there as soon as they've paid our fee to work with us. Now we're putting anything related to that there. When I know like, hey, today, all I have time to do is a couple things. And then I need to like send these quotes out or book these people. All those emails are right there. Super easy yeah. to find. And also and- they're probably top priority too. Yeah, you know, like, exactly. Yeah. So that's, that's really interesting because not only does it like categorize and enable you to batch, which I talk about batching a lot in other areas of my business. Mm-hmm. Um, it's I've never necessarily considered it for my inbox. I also hear like a lot of people will ask, like, what do I prioritize? What do I do first? Booking mm-hmm. and quoting is what well, you should be doing first. It's making like, you money. That's what makes you money is booking and quoting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then awesome. I mean, you've probably had somebody talk about this before, but a really great tip is when you make files or folders, if you do like a symbol before the name, do you know about this? Yeah. It makes it be at the top. And so like quoting are at the top of my folders. They're not down and categorized by like, Oh yeah. I put like a little star in front of all the folders. I want to be at the very top. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So using that trick is huge because at the top I've got like book and quote. And then I also have one that I call today. And this one I really like if you're having a really busy day and you're like, there is not time for me to spend much time in my inbox either I put stuff in there or my assistant does where it's like, this is urgent. It has to be completed today. Mm -hmm. So we move it into there before we do anything else. And then I know, okay, if I just got through my today, like label or folder, I'm good. Like everything else a day or I get through that and now I'm going to do my quotes and then anything else. If I have time later today, awesome. But it does help prioritize the things that make money when you've like put all those emails into there, you know, as you clear them and you're done with them, that you've gotten through the most important things. So then as you're working your way through the emails that are in a certain folder, do you clear them by archiving them? Is that how you clear it? Yes. If I was doing it without an assistant, I would be like archiving them or moving them to like the 2023 clients folder kind of. Uh Yeah. 
I do now is I just mark it done. And then my assistant does all of that because that's faster. Yeah. Um, but if I was doing it by myself, I just move it to that folder really quick and then I'm done kind of thing. So you're also using the little icons to kind of signal to her that you've got it done. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's interesting. Yeah, it is definitely faster. So without an assistant, anyone can kind of go through in the morning and like filter and batch and like put it in the folders with an assistant. She's doing this for you. Yeah. So my assistant always works before I get to work. So I really want them to be in my inbox for at least half an hour to an hour before the day starts. And by the time I get into my inbox, everything is already in the folders ready to go. And I am now at the point where, so we combine what I'm talking about here with like, I've developed this whole thing called the double inbox method. It took a year and a half to build out. And essentially I can get through all of my emails that used to take me four to five hours in 15 to 20 minutes a day in the morning. It doesn't mean I've responded to everything, single email, but I've gotten through everything and I know what's mm-hmm. on my do list for the day kind of. Right. Day. Yeah. Um, and so because I get to work with an assistant and she's like put everything into those folders. When I come in, inbox is at zero. And it's so easy for me to start going down and going through things because I start with like the today one, cause that's urgent. Right. And then I'm going to look at quoting and booking, and then I'm going to look at either responses or actions. If I don't have a lot of time, I probably am not going to worry about the actions required one. I'm probably going to come back to that like this afternoon, maybe when I have a chunk of time set aside things like that. And so it really makes it easy to in the headspace of like, Hey, I'm responding to emails. I'm in the reply folder right now. And Mm -hmm. Hey, I'm in the schedule folder. So I'm scheduling meetings if I schedule them myself. And obviously the quote in book too, I don't know about when I'm quoting, I am faster if I'm not being distracted by other things. Oh yeah, for sure. If I'm just focusing on getting that quote done and then getting another quote done, I'm going to be faster than if I quote answer some emails, work on the quote some more. And so it was distracted by everything around us. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So having it sorted, whether like in categorized, if you categorize it yourself or an assistant categorizes it, it's still going to make a big difference. Having an assistant do it is amazing because it probably, my assistant's really good and fast now because she's been with me, the one that does this over two years. Sure, but when yeah. I first started, it would take her a couple hours because she was going through and taking those steps, right? She was re-reviewing them, making decisions on where they probably should go, those yep. type of things. And then if you're starting with an assistant in your inbox, you'd really want to be sure that like, you provide really good feedback to them because your assistant might think that something is maybe like a respond email, but it's not a respond. It's an actions required kind of thing because yes, you have to respond, but you actually have to go do some research first. Right. Right. Exactly. Time. It's not a quick response. And so every time in the beginning, she would put something where I'm like, "Mm, this isn't exactly where it goes. I would send her a message and say, Hey, let's move this. I tended to try and always do them via like a video option Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. because that tends to be really helpful for an assistant to be able to see exactly where I'm saying it should go. Um, But it makes such a difference because now I don't have to do any of that categorizing. I just come in and I get to work. So it's so... I think that this is step one. And then my next question is, are there emails that your assistant is reviewing that she could then go do the thing that needs to be done? Oh yeah. That I probably only see and manage maybe a fourth or a half of the emails that need some sort of response or action. Um, So for instance, like travel documents, everybody's suppliers are different, right? But if they email travel documents, I never see those. My assistant takes them. She creates the Travify. Everything is done. The first time I know about it is when she says, Hey, this Travify for this client is ready for your review, which I'm reviewing right before I hop on the call with the client to go over their trip kind of thing. Okay. Okay. So yeah, there's a lot where, Obviously, I didn't. We didn't start there, right? Yeah. yeah. But as you build up your relationship with an assistant, they're like the great thing about them being in your inbox is I'm not delegating tasks to you all the time and saying, "Please respond to this." Please respond to this. I've taught my assistants to self-manage, so they go, "Oh, I know how to do this. That's for me. I know how to do this. That's for me. I know how to do this. That's for me." 
I can't mm-hmm. do this. Mary Beth has to make that decision. That's for her. And so yes. when you do it that way, she's going to end up taking a significant amount of the emails out of my inbox that she's going to handle and deal with herself. And I didn't even have to worry about them. Yeah. Yeah. This is really beautiful and really exciting. And I'm just thinking of <laughs> how I can start because I mean, it does take time. And so it's almost like baby steps, you know, yeah. I'm sure that that first day your assistant was getting into your inbox before you, I'm sure you were both just like on pins and needles. Like, how is this going to go? But the honest thing is, is that they're not deleting anything. The worst that's yeah. going to happen is they put it into a folder. That's not that's the right wrong. folder. Like this isn't the end of the world. No, it's still there. You can go find it. And even if they do delete it, like most email providers have the thing where like the deleted trash can is there for 30 days. Yeah. So like you're pretty much, I mean, there's not much they can do when you've safely delegated access that can go really wrong. Now I'm sure you've come up with some crazy situation, but in general, it's going to be pretty good. And yeah, I think most people, their first day, it's like this terrifying, like, oh my gosh, once you, the cool thing has been agents that have gone through our program. And so they've learned the double inbox method and all of that. And that's in levels. So it is baby steps for sure, because you have to start with everything. You've got to start somewhere that's manageable. They've all said, oh my gosh, this is amazing. Like I'm getting through my emails so much faster. The fact that it was all ready for me to go is huge. It does, takes a little bit of like getting over your fear. But if we want to be successful travel agents, like we have to do things like, and sometimes like running a business is hard and whether we're scared or not, we have to move forward. And it's really cool because I think there's two reasons people do it. I, I did it and I actually wasn't scared. I was desperate. So I was in the spot of pure desperation of like, I need help and I don't even care anymore. And then there's, people that are smarter than I was and more proactive and their life isn't like feeling like it's going up in flames because they're working too much and they're going, okay, I know I need to do this so that I can prepare to continue to grow. I'm not at that breaking point yet, but I'm going to be proactive and I'm going to do it scared and I'm going to move forward in it. And I think that's what's super cool is that it's like, if you are willing to take the time to get over that fear or be that desperate, which I guess you don't take time to be desperate, (laughs) but well, it's just a matter of like, you have to take, you have to put one foot in front of the other. So regardless of how scared or nervous you are, like taking a baby step is still moving in the right direction. Exactly. Um, And the nice thing too, is you also like, if you're somebody that's super nervous, the first thing you could do with an assistant is almost have like three labels and that's it. Yeah, like, like you could start that small. You could have one that's like actions, one that's you know like glance at because it's like promotional related, and then you could have like well, I guess it'd be four. You could have your quote and book, and that yep. could be it. Like you yep. could start in a really small place and add as you go as you get. That's more also people. smart. Yep, because it is a mind shift. And For, the other, yeah. thing I also tell agents because one of the biggest things I hear when they're talking about it is they're like, I can't have somebody in my inbox. Well, one of the main reasons people say that is because frankly, we're not making our inbox a work inbox. It's our personal and work combined. That's not good. Who's doing that? (laughs) Give me their phone number right now. Oh my gosh. That's, I mean, that's the first thing I say with credit cards too. Like you need a separate bank account, a separate credit card, a separate inbox. Yeah. Come on guys. So I, I look at it from this perspective. If I want something personal to go to my work email, because I'm in it more often, then I need to be comfortable with my assistant seeing it. If that makes sense. And really and truly, like we also at the start, you can have a conversation with your assistant about confidentiality and be like, hey, you're helping with my business, which means you're also going to know things about my personal life that is confidential, blah, blah, blah. They're going to respect it. They want this job. They want to work for you. And so if that's something that's stopping you, I would say don't let it stop you. Mm -hmm. Truly separate personal from work if needed. Mm -hmm. And if you don't want to do that, then just make sure that there's things that you're, I wouldn't have like my social security number necessarily just laying around in my email. 
right. but how often is our social security number in our email? Very really, rarely. Sh- really shouldn't be. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> shouldn't right. be at all. Like yeah. my husband, you can't email that. That has yeah. to be blah for secure. Yeah. I'm like, exactly. So, um, okay. Yeah. So I think just like foldering and triaging is a really interesting approach to like how you start your day. And that can either be done by you yourself or by an assistant. What's another tip that you would share? Just kind of getting people started down this path of taking a different approach to our inboxes. Yeah. So I would say another thing that's really, really important is honestly, it's the self-control piece. It's choosing to either, if you're doing it or an assistant is doing it, categorizing every day first. And because it's easy to not, it's easy to be like, oh, I could just reply to this really fast or whatever if you're doing it yourself. It's being disciplined enough to like implement this and actually do it every day until it becomes a habit and routine. The other thing I think that's really huge for agents, if they're trying to like, what can you do now to make inbox better? A hundred percent. I would pay for boomerang if I didn't have an assistant because, and I used to, I don't need it anymore, but that's huge to be able to stop the emails from coming in because we live in this world where we're used to our phones going off. And every time you get a notification, there's a bunch of science about the fact that there's a dopamine hit when you go open it. Mm -hmm. And so every time you get an email notification, even if there's no notification, you just see it inbox because you're yeah. working for something else. Yeah. We're not going to stop thinking about it till you open it. Yeah. yeah. And so the ability to pay a little bit of money for a feature that's going to save you hours is mm-hmm. so important if you're trying to do this on your own because your time matters. If you can get back one or two hours a day from your inbox, you can go sell multiple extra trips that you weren't selling because now you have let's say you did two hours a day that you get back. Now you have 10 hours that you can hold consultations and put quotes together. That's exactly. a huge amount of time. That's huge. Or if yep. you're overworking, you could just work more normal hours. So that, that yeah. also, and I think that that's probably what we're going toward first, but no, it's a really good point that it's not always about time wasted. It's also about time that's not being used efficiently because there's so many distractions sprinkled in that one hour that you're quote unquote working on something. But how many times were you distracted by a notification on your phone? Yeah. Well, and I mean, this isn't exactly about email management, but it does tie in. I'm even the person that today it's not because I'm waiting on a call that's important, but my phone actually, I've set up settings and automations on it so that I don't get notifications about phone calls and text messages unless they're from specific people um, yeah, that I've designated. Too. I even have a couple like group chats that I really, really love to be a part of, but it's just too busy all the time. So I turn off the notifications. So yeah. I only see those new messages when I pick up my phone and explicitly look for it as opposed yeah. to my phone beeping every five seconds. Yeah. And that's huge because when you're trying to get be efficient and get through your email so that you have more time to either have more time for your actual life or grow your business and sell more, it makes a difference. And so I think that one's huge. I think the other thing too is for a lot of people, what I've talked about is going to feel too overwhelming because there's too many emails in their inbox to start with. So like, that's why when I first was taking people through the double inbox method, people were like paralyzed because I had one agent that she had 294,000 emails in her inbox is what Heather started with. And it felt impossible because she's like, I can't, like, it's going to take me forever to get through them. And so having a plan to, to zero is huge. One of the things we do in our five day challenges literally after we've gone through a certain period of time based on how you run your business, right? So if you're somebody that's like, like your inbox is just exploded and huge, you never filed or categorized, right? There's probably stuff in there from like two years ago, right? Or more. Or more. And so if that's you, then one of the huge things, it's going to sound silly, but it's also kind of like, I've had people tell me this was like a huge light bulb moment was I literally during our challenge, I was like, okay, I want you to go set up the, the searching or the sorting, whatever you call it in your email. And anything that is from, I think we started with like 2020, we're going to make a little folder and it's going to be called archive inbox 2020. 
doesn't seem that big, so right? It's, so it's still there. Like you're not getting rid yep. of it. It's not like you might delete something important, but and you're just you know, like getting it out of yes, your inbox. It's so that you can actually have a clean slate and start because when you're paralyzed by what's how much there is, you can't make progress. And it's there's no point in going back and categorizing emails from 2020, right? And so if you instead make a folder, it brings so much peace of mind to know, you know what? If I do need to go back to that to find an email that was in my inbox from 2020. I know right where to go. Yeah. Yeah. I know it's there. And so if you like have an inbox that's overflowing and is like ginormous, even just taking that step of sorting it backwards or searching and doing all the things that are like super old and moving them into a specific inbox archive, whatever is going to make a huge difference for you because now the number isn't saying 200,000, which is stressful. That is that's giving me anxiety and I've never had an inbox like that, let alone, I mean, I, right now my inbox tab that is open and that shouldn't be says 72. And that alone is giving me anxiety. <laughs> I think nine today and I, I'm not happy about it. Oh my goodness. So, okay. Let's talk about one more thing specifically. If you have a, an idea top of mind that an assistant can help with because honestly, and I don't know why I struggle with this so much, but like ways to organize my own inbox. I feel like I do really good and I have ideas and there's labels and there's folders and they're archiving and there's pausing and there's snoozing. And, you know, Mm -hmm. there's just like all these things you can try and do. And when it comes, like I have an assistant right now that is a rock star. Like she is just awesome. And she's not in my inbox. Like I am just paralyzed. If somebody asks me, how can you have an assistant help you in your inbox. I'm just like, I don't know. I don't think it's possible. I just, I just don't know (laughs) because that's not really my reaction to anything. Right. But like, you got to help, you got to help crack, crack me open a little bit (laughs) because I'm struggling. So I would say the biggest thing is what you're talking about is a normal reaction. Like I think that's most travel agents reactions and it sounds kind of funny, but it's kind of like, you just at some point have to decide that you're going to conquer your fear. Like you're going to stop you. Some of my own advice. (laughs) Is your fear going to stop you from making the progress you need? Or are you going to take steps to conquer that fear and create all this additional time in your life that you can now spend on personal things, sell more trips, whatever you want to do with. And I think when people think about an assistant being in their inbox, feels like an invasion of privacy or inbox feels very personal. Um, For me, it feels like a loss of control. Okay. Yes. That's another one I've heard so a lot. I think that there's something about like, okay, let's, let's say I trust her. She does everything right. She knows how to handle all situations. And if she doesn't know how to handle something, there's a folder for her to put it in. Like she does everything perfectly. Then my question is like, well, how do I know even when she did it perfectly, how do I know what she did that day? You know, so for example, a client emailed me last night and noticed that like one of their flights had changed, Uh but it hadn't changed. We hadn't updated it in Travify and they're getting ready to leave in a couple of days. And so it was just a quick, like, Hey, could you update this flight in our Travify for us? And I was like, Oh shoot. Yeah. So that is something that I shouldn't have spent 10 minutes on this morning. Um, my, assistant should have done that. But then like, do you have like a debrief or like a recap or a little share yeah. note or something where it's just like, Hey, updated Travify for the Harlan family did this, did that. Like how, so how, how do you, how does that work? <laughs> yeah. That's a, that's a good question because those are things like that situation. You need to know that information. You didn't have to touch it. Technically you shouldn't I didn't need to. to do it. I didn't need to read the email. I didn't need to touch the Travify, even so, though I did all of it talk to you about it. If they're like, Hey, when you fix blah, 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 you need to know, right. So that you can have the conversation. If the client mentions it later or just to kind of like, I don't know, like there's just all these little things that I agree with you. I don't need to do them, but I need to know they're happening. Yeah. Or like so-and-so asked me to change their dinner reservation or so-and-so doesn't want to do that tour anymore. Like there's just, I got to stay up. Like I got (laughs) to, I got to still know what's going on. (laughs) That's, I think that's my biggest worry is like, how do I have somebody else do all these things, but still know what on earth is going on in my own business. Yeah. So the biggest thing for that is we, for my assistants, this is like, if they do anything in their day, this is the number one thing that they have to do. And it is like, required doesn't even cover how important this is, if this makes sense. Like it is not just a requirement. If you missed it multiple times, we're having a very serious conversation because this isn't working. 
like you working for me isn't working kind of thing. Yeah. We live and die by our daily reports. Oh, oh. <laughs> tell me about this. Cause I'm also, sorry to interrupt you. The last couple of days, I've also been like checking in. I have a full-time and a part-time assistant and just being like, Hey team, how's your day going? Like, what's an update? And I actually don't like to do that. It feels, it has like a micromanagey feel to it. Yep. And so I don't want to do it, but then I'm also like, what you working on? Like, I need to know a status update. Like, can I give you more things? Is this going to yep. take longer than we expected? You know, like I'm just, but I like, don't tell me about your reports, please. Save me. Yeah. Well, <laughs> daily reports are, so the big thing for me and we've like, well, we haven't really changed it that much since we started. But essentially, the goal is I want to see everything that happened in your eight-hour workday, and I want to go through it and know everything that's important. Like you're saying, I would want to know that they fixed that thing for Travify. I need to know all of that, and I want to get through it in five to ten minutes or less a day. Or less, yeah. yeah. Or less. And most of the time, I can do it in five minutes or less. But essentially, my assistant, they all know that throughout their day, they're tracking what they do, right? So we typically do like a time tracking service, like. Clockify, something like that, so that they easy for them. But essentially, I don't want them to just give me a Clockify report. I want this to be easy. And so, for yeah. instance, the Travify situation, well, that's not a very good example. Let me give you a different one. Let's say one of the things that my assistants do since the pandemic, because the airlines are struggling, is they go in and before clients travel, they check the record locators and make sure everything's in order. Seats are assigned, all of that kind of stuff. Mm. But let's say they had to move, a client's seat was moved or something, and so they're fixing it. Um, Within that daily report, there would be a screenshot of what was done. Or if a client built, if a assistant built a Travify, it's going to be linked in that email because essentially the goal is for me to never leave the email unless I have to. So if there's something they need answered, it's going to be in there, whether it's a question or a screenshot with explanation of what they need help with. I don't want to have to do any clicks outside of the email. The only thing I'm really clicking on is like a Travify because you can't fit a Travify in an email kind of thing. Yeah. But they're giving you the quick link to open it yep, immediately. Exactly. Right. I don't go search or anything. I don't even have to be logged in because they're giving me the link that anybody could see. Yeah. Yeah. I can just go through everything really quickly. And so I think that if you're having an assistant help with your inbox, a daily report, if that's like scary to you, a daily report is huge. The other, this is like real deep and this is like much higher than like a level one email management. Yeah. But the other- There are thing- four levels, folks. So we're probably on level 1.5 right now, but there are yeah. four levels. <laughs> but other the other thing you can have an assistant do is, um, man- can't believe I'm getting into this because it's like kind of intense. Oh, now I'm excited. This is juicy. Okay. I'm but, ready. Also, every day she um, she goes through and she there's a whole nother spreadsheet. It's not even a spreadsheet because I get it via email so I can read it quickly. But there is a document that I get every morning from her and it's in the email embedded. So I'm not having to click anywhere. And it lists all the emails that had come in. It lists who responded to the email last. So like, is it from the client and it's waiting on my reply? Did I reply? I'm waiting on the client. There's also things marked for like, if this is urgent. So if I don't even have time to look at my folders, all I have to do is open that one email and I know everything. Okay. And so so she's categorizing the emails, but then she's also listing them all out so that you could just open one email and see there's two urgent things. I got to go. I got to go do this. Exactly. And the cool thing about that and why I think that if you pair that with a daily report, what's really cool is she's going to put in there if she assigned it to herself. Right. Does that make sense? So now. So it's kind of like such a, like, um, this email came in from this client. There's a mistake in the Travify. I've assigned it to myself. This came in. I've assigned it to this. Yeah. Okay. Because that's what I've been sitting here thinking the whole time listening to you is that I have started to delegate more and I am taking like the tiniest baby steps and it's going well so far. But my gut is telling me she can probably handle a lot more than I've given her and she can probably handle it even faster than I'm giving it to her. Mm-hmm. And so if she saw my inbox, she would probably be able to say, I think I can do these four things. Can you just let me do them, please? (laughs) You know, like she would 
take, she would be probably proactive about it. Or she would say, I think I can do this. I just, this will be the first time I'm doing it. Can you give me a little bit of guidance? And it will actually kind of force me. Yep. Because right now I'm always in my head of like, do I have time to teach something new? No, next. (laughs) So the other thing you could do if you want, like, like, let's say step one is letting them categorize your emails. Like step 0.5, like 0.5 could be you just let them actually have access to see it, to see it. And they read through and they just, they essentially take the emails that they think they can handle. And they say to you, whether it's via email, however you want to do it, they say, Hey, here's these seven emails. I know I can do these things. I'm going to assign it to myself. And now you still know they exist and you know that your assistant's helping with you and you had like very, hopefully very little stress or anxiety. Right. They didn't even move anything. Nothing yeah. moved. They just yeah. forwarded to themselves so that they could deal with it and they can copy you on the response so that you yeah. have it if you want kind of thing. Yep. Yep. So no, that, that is a good 0.5 step. So tell me a tiny bit more about this daily report. It comes by email and do does your assistant just like kind of bullet point out like a quick recap of everything yeah. that so happened? It's, yeah, it's, I wish I could podcast. You can't show. <laughs> it would be awesome to show you because it's way Paint me a picture. But if I was trying to describe it, I'd be like, it'd be like opening an email and you're going to have things that are like, hey, I verify or like uh, checked the Johnson's record locators. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I'm going to know that this is done. So she doesn't even have to put like, everything's fine. I know that she did it. So it's done kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, then there might be something that's like, uh, sometimes I have my assistant help with like, I don't book excursions. Okay. Like we book excursions, but I don't know the last time I booked one for a client. So if a client had emailed and said, I need help with an excursion, like I'd like to book an excursion for Jamaica, my assistant would have responded. She would have like emailed back and forth with them about potential options or talked to them. And so there might be a point that says, booked such and such excursion for the Johnsons, or it might say, you know, communicated with Johnsons about five possible excursion options. Yep. Yep. So essentially I'm not just getting a list of the things that are, she's doing in my inbox, but I'm also getting a list of all the things that happened that day. And the really cool thing is when you embed the screenshots of important things into it, it makes it so that I feel like I've done it all. Like, I use vacation CRM. My assistant has assistant access to vacation CRM, which also don't give them your real access, give them the assistant access. It's designed for a reason. But when, let's say that she was putting, like doing invoice approval, but wanted me to review it, she would either, I don't even want to have to click a link to go look at it. So she's either made me a video scrolling through so that I can review it quickly. That's in this and then I can just click that link, watch the video and be done. Or there's also this thing called, let me pull it up. Okay. Nimbus capture. I know this sounds weird. It is a, like a Chrome extension and I do pay for it, but it is amazing because it has this feature called select and scroll. You ever notice when you like want to take a screenshot, but it's too big. Yes, 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 yes. (gasps) Yeah. Oh my God. Oh my God. Stop. Are you serious? Um, Holy crap. You, like, I think you can do like 10 of them a month without being paid or whatever. I use it enough that I was like, I'm paying for this. It's worth every penny. Nimbus capture. Okay. But you essentially can select and scroll. So my assistant might do a select and scroll over like a booking and vacation CRM that's showing me like the client's dates and like she input the booking so that I can review it. And that's going to be in there. So the goal for me with the daily report is I don't ever want to leave that open email unless I have to, to watch a video or click on a Travify. The goal is for it all to be in one email so that it's quick and dirty and done. Right. So that you're not then spending an hour clicking on yeah. everything that she did going to kick. Cause then it doesn't really, yeah, it doesn't really serve the purpose if you're having to and do that. I think that's something that agents get really stressed out about, whether it's like email or anything with an assistant, it's like, well, now I have to go review all this stuff. Well, yeah, if I was to have to log in to Vacation CRM to pull up the Johnson's booking to review what she did, that took me five to 10 minutes, like, mm-hmm. because I have to go search for them. And, you know, it's not just instantaneous, but if she select and scrolled and I get to see the whole thing right there, 
in that email, I reviewed that in like 10 seconds. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this is amazing. Okay. Thank you so much for sharing all of this. I feel like I'm taking so much of your time and there might be a revolution to require you to come back and share more. So I'll just keep you posted there. But I know that you have a masterclass and some challenges and some courses and lots of things coming up in the next few months. So tell us quickly what you have coming up and where everyone can find you. Awesome. So yes, we do have, we have free masterclasses that are coming up in August. There's a couple of different dates. The very first one, let me open my calendar because I never have it memorized. The very first masterclass is going to be on uh, Wednesday, August 9th. And it's at 3.30. And I'll give you the link so you can put it in here for registration. But essentially, it's called Life-Changing Assistance and Systems 101. Okay. Um, It's about an hour long. And the whole goal is that we're covering like high level what you need to know if you are thinking that you might want to work with an assistant. And going over things that like what an assistant can do to help you and like we touch on some of the ways to be effective with them. Like we actually show an example of a daily report in there. So if you want to see it, you can take the master class. <laughs> Perfect. What talking about. But essentially it's very much like, Hey, we're giving you significant information and tools so that you can like move forward. Because mm-hmm. the big thing with an assistant, whether you haven't hired or you have, is always about taking whatever is your next step. Yeah. You're not going to start by giving them everything in your inbox to manage. You're just taking one step at a time. And so the goal of the masterclass is really to give you enough information that you can take significant steps. We talk about the different types of assistants you could hire, how to afford an assistant. We go into detail on the math behind it because I know people don't love math, but if I show it to you, it's pretty motivating. It's like, wait, oh, I should sure. like double my business and work half the time that I'm working. Oh, I believe it. Yeah, I believe Sign it. Up. Yeah. Yeah. I believe it. So That's coming up. We have a couple of them in August. The first one's on the 9th. We also then have actually our signature course, which is the Travel Agents Roadmap to Assistants that Work. And in that, we cover everything you could possibly need to know to hire and train an assistant. We even have implementation breaks where you are hiring. And then we have like today is our last call because it's the final Q&A for your first month with an assistant. So I've been able to still be a part of the community and support them even in their first month that they've had their assistant. Um, and so that starts on September 5th and that's like everything you could possibly need. We even build for you a, adding a bonus this year, building for them this fall, we're building you your training dashboard. And we even are making some of the videos for your assistant that they're going to watch when they get hired and all of those things. Like it's pre-done for you kind of thing. And then we also do, so within the course is the double inbox method, but then we also do our five-day challenge that is really helping you get from an overwhelming inbox to an inbox that's under control that you can manage on your own or with an assistant. And that is five-day challenge the week of October 2nd. Um, And so our main website is just assistancethatwork.com because when you have an assistant that does work, it is life-changing. It really is. I have an assistant that is half working and that's because I'm holding her back and and I've already feel the life changing effects. So I believe it. Yeah. So that's coming up. And that is something like when you're talking about an inbox, we had people that aren't even in like our signature horse that did it. And they were like, oh my gosh, this is the best feeling. Like Mm -hmm. Heather went from, you know, almost 300,000 emails. Angela, I think had 22,000 emails. I want to say that I can't remember the other person. We had somebody that had 14,000, like they had these big numbers and then they got to essentially get a fresh start by five days. And it's beautiful. I love it. Do each day literally should only take you 10 to 15 minutes a day. Yep. I love it. Mary Beth, thank you so much for sharing all your insights and your wisdom. Honestly, a lot of this is is new for me and it's got my brain turning in about a million different ways of ways that I can improve. And thank you just for everything that you're doing to support travel advisors in working toward a more sustainable and profitable travel business. I love it. Well, thanks for having me. It's been awesome. Hopefully we stayed on topic enough. There's so much. Don't worry. Don't worry. We did great. I'm sure everybody's going crazy right now and they're going to, if they don't start the revolution to bring you back, then I'll do it personally. So I'm sure we'll hear from you again soon. (laughs) Thank you. Bye. 
Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Masters in Travel. If you love today's conversation as much as I did, please take a moment to leave a review, subscribe so you don't miss an episode, and be sure to share this podcast with an advisor who's ready to level up their travel business. If you want more, head over to beamasterintravel.com. On our website, you'll find a free resource library for travel advisors, free community forums where you can ask questions and support your colleagues, and courses and workshops in the Academy Marketplace to support your learning and development as a business owner and as a professional travel advisor. On our website, you can also learn about the Masters in Travel community and think tank, a private community where we collaborate, strategize, and ideate together with advisors working towards similar goals and tackling similar challenges. Learn more and join our community at beamasterintravel.com.